There's always a spectrum, and you're on it somewhere. Hey there. Welcome back to Midmod Remodel. This is the show about updating MCM homes, helping you match a mid-century home to your modern life. I'm your host, Della Hansman, architect and mid-century ranch enthusiast. You're listening to Season 1, Episode 6. Last week, we talked about using a framework derived from Roman architect Vitruvius to make sure you cover all the bases in planning your remodel and end up with a home that really suits the way you live. Today, I want to talk about identifying the level of remodel you want to take on and how you can use the multiple phases of a remodel to achieve your dream home without turning your immediate future into a nightmare. Let me elaborate on that. First, let's talk levels. It's important to figure out how involved of a remodel you really want to take on. Consider your home's condition, your lifestyle needs, your budget, and your willingness to deal with chaos. Are you looking for a few bite-sized updates, a list of semi-involved DIY overhauls, or a gut remodel that changes the layout, reconfigures spaces, and generally involves months of work by a general contractor, and you evacuating the area for the duration? As always, there's a spectrum, and you're on it somewhere. Your preferred level of remodel is something you want to be aware of from very early stage in your design thinking. Once you know how deep down the remodeling rabbit hole you plan to tunnel, you can start to tailor the kind of inspiration you're looking for in the world and on the internet, the list of professionals you want to engage with, and the budget you're keeping. I don't really think there's a value judgment here. Some homes can be vastly improved with a few coats of paint in your favorite color and a couple of strategic purchases. Part of the reason I love mid-century homes so much is how closely they align with the way we still live and how little they sometimes need to suit us perfectly. In other cases, though, you may want to take on a transformation remodel. And as we've discussed in previous episodes, the history is not the present. And a lot has changed in the years since mid-mod homes were all built. When you use the three-part framework that we talked about last week to assess what you and your home need, it might be a full overhaul. That's okay, too. Now, if that's the case, if you are planning to make big changes, either yourself or by hiring a general contractor, you might not be ready to dive in and get started tomorrow. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. Maybe you know your life trajectory, kids, job, upcoming changes mean that you're planning now for a remodel that's going to happen next year or two or five years down the line. That doesn't mean you can't make strategic moves today or this month to improve your overall plan. So the other topic I want to get into this week is how you can leverage the power of phases in your remodel. The secret sauce is your master plan. As long as you do the work first to create a holistic vision of what you want to accomplish overall, you'll be on track with your updates, whether you make them next week or in the next decade. And in next week's episode, we'll be talking more in detail about that master plan. Speaking of master plans, this season is brought to you by the Mid-Century Solutions Package, a custom design master plan I offer to new and long-time ranch homeowners planning a remodel. Prioritize and focus your mid-century update with this rapid turnaround design boost. My goal is to help people create great homes for themselves. I'm a designer, not a marketing shark, so I tend to avoid getting into sale prices and limited time offer urgency. But I do want to let you, my dedicated listeners, know that I will be raising the price on my mid-century solutions package in January. That is largely to accommodate the fact that I'm going to be increasing the scope of it slightly, including more face-to-face time and a more detailed analysis package and design recommendations. So if you know that you would like my help with design in the not-too-distant future, get in touch with me now, in 2019, and I'll slot you into my queue at the current rate, but including the new features. The holidays are not the time to plan a remodel, I agree, but take a little time to plan your plan remodel and secure your spot in line within the next two weeks. Learn more about the package in the show notes. 
Find that information, plus links, images, and more in the show notes for this episode at midmod-midwest.com slash 106. So let's level up our discussion of various levels in planning your home remodel. As I mentioned in the introduction, knowing where you fall in the scheme will be essential to making realistic plans, and that can tie right back to the idea of phasing. If you've just gone through the exhausting process of buying a first home, you might not have the budget or the energy to take on much right now. And in that case, you might be looking for a few key tweaks to take the house from 1950s sensibility to 2020 with limited resources. You'll be looking for low-hanging fruit, quick fixes that can be accomplished by yourself or a hired handy person. That's what I would call a level one remodel. To illustrate this, I'll pull an example I've discussed on the Mid-Mod Midwest blog. It's always easier to understand a theoretical idea with a practical example. If you want to augment this podcast with visuals, check out the blog post, Your Perfect Mid-Century Front Door at Three Easy Levels. You'll find that link in the show notes. So let's talk about your front door. Literally anyone can take these first few steps to effect a level one remodel to their front door. But easy doesn't mean low impact. You can make a huge change to the look and feel of your house by jazzing up your front door. Whether your MCM ranch is perfectly vintage, bought from the original owners, or has changed hands a couple of times, the front door can often have drifted away from the atomic spirit over the decades. The easiest place to start is to pick out a new mailbox that augments your mid-mod style and then freshen up the door itself with a few coats of paint in your favorite mid-century color. Disclaimer. If you are lucky enough to have an original front door in great shape that is still stained wood, don't paint that. But making changes. I highly recommend Modbox, Instahandle, at ModboxUSA, or Modern Mailbox. Their handle on Instagram is at modern underscore mailbox as starting points. But feel free to browse the internet, Pinterest, and Etsy to find your favorite. Did you know you can take your new mailbox to the paint store and have them scan it to produce an exact match paint color? Other great level one improvements include replacing front lights, upgrading your house numbers. I just did this finally, and it's filling me with delight. Or searching out some Atomic-style planters, check out Hip Haven as an entry point. Adding a great modern bench or a mid-mod chic chair by the door. Don't forget your doorbell. My Madison local Instagram friend, Atomic Foundry, has a great line of spiffy mod doorbells to wire into your existing system. Find them at Atomic underscore Foundry on Insta. What all of this has in common is that it's very easily DIY'd in an afternoon or a weekend and mostly involves hunting down a cool product, purchasing it, and attaching it to your house. Just about anyone of any skill level can do this, and should you decide to make other more dramatic changes to your entry in the future, you can likely pull those pieces back off the house, save them during the remodel, and repurpose them in a new space. That's the hallmark of a good level one project. It gives you that sense of total satisfaction and relatively instant gratification, but won't feel like a waste of your time and effort if you decide to circle back and update that part of your house further in the next few years. Level one projects are often accomplished with paint, cleaning supplies, and purchased items. I've used the three levels motto also to address a mid-mod living room overhaul. Again, check the show notes for a link to a blog post that has some sketches to illustrate. In that case, a level one update almost always starts with furniture. You can invest in great mid-century furniture for any home, even an apartment, and reliably be able to make that fit into a new space, even after you take on a bigger remodel. Mid-century chairs, tables, lighting, rugs, etc. will transform your space in the short term and not step on your future plans in the long term. While some people start with a level one update and stop, others may satisfy themselves in the short term with a quick level one intervention, then come back when they've got a solid plan, budget, and time to do something more intense. Those people are going to fall either into level two or level three category, but typically not both. 
Level two is what I think of as a very involved DIY update, although it can also be farmed out to a competent handyman. In this case, you're not gonna be making dramatic transformative changes to the house, but you may get pretty involved in specific areas. Knock out an interior wall, create your own beautiful mid-century style built-ins, or add a deck. These are all great level two reno examples. Let's come back to that front door example. The work I'm doing on my own house almost always falls into a level two category. To make this kind of change to a mid-century front door, you might be tearing out and replacing the house's original front stoop. It might involve building a small covered entry area, changing the approach to the house, for example, with a new poured concrete or paver sidewalk, building a decorative fence element to add privacy to the front door and show off your spiffy house numbers. The sketches you'll see in the front door blog post show the plans for my own front entry, which I've just now realized after three years. I framed a wall across the useless breezeway that used to separate my house and garage. This had the added benefit of making a pretty cedar slat accent wall right next to my front door, a really interesting element in my otherwise very modest painted wood siding house. I've augmented that with a small decorative fence that lines the sidewalk from the driveway to the front door out of that same cedar slat material. This adds visual interest and asymmetry to, as I said, an otherwise very unadorned front face of the house. Each element of the front door improvement is something that I can take on myself with a little help from my dad. They do involve simple framing, pouring concrete, considering weatherproof siding options, manufacturing my own simple windows, and a fair amount of power tool use, intermediate level stuff. What distinguishes this from a more intense level three update is that I'm working within the existing parameters of the house. I'm not tearing off the roof, making a significant addition or excavating new foundations. A level three example of my same front door would be to make a small but significant addition to the whole front of the house. If I were taking a more budget intense approach to this house, I could have made a really dramatic change to the look and feel of the house plus expanded the garage enough to accommodate two cars one after the other or a car plus a workshop and created an airlock entry at the front door plus a covered porch all by just bumping the front wall of the house four to six feet forward along the two-thirds of the house with the garage and entry door and covering that new addition with a cross gabled roof that goes perpendicular to my existing single gable roof line this kind of change would have taken the house from bland to brilliant and improved a number of small usefulness issues with the house. Increasing natural light to the living room, creating a front sitting area and a more private entrance at the same time, and, and generally just looking sleek as all get out. It's not even that crazy of an update. It would integrate well into the neighborhood, but it would take significantly more work than I opt for doing myself. I didn't want to involve a general contractor in my project, and it was too much remodel for me. Again, there's not a value judgment associated with this. It's just what's the right level of remodel for you and your house. So let's flip back to the living room example. Again, I'm choosing to take on a level two update pretty much across the board. When I get around to it, I'll be opening up some of the wall between my kitchen and basement stair on one side and the living room on the other. I'll create some lovely mid-century style built-ins, cabinets and shelves, and I'll dramatically improve the openness and flow of the house. If I were interested in a level three update to the same space, I could make a huge transformation by bumping the ceiling up to match the slope of the roof line above, cladding it in wood panels stained the same color as the floor and punctuating that with skylights. I love that idea, but I know my limits as a builder, my budget, and what I want for this house. So these are the questions I want you to consider for yourself. What level of update are you ready to take on? How far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? Are you more interested in a series of DIY projects to take on one at a time through the next few years? Or do you want to move into another space for a few months and have the entire house dramatically transformed in one fell swoop?
There isn't a right answer to this question, by the way. And I should point out that even if you do want to go all the way to a major transformative change, a level three, you can still be involved in the project. I've recently become a huge fan of the Instagram account of Elizabeth Victoria. You can find her at a renovation story. That's at a underscore renovation underscore story. She's been documenting her family's process of updating and slightly expanding a modest 1964 brick ranch to meet their needs over the last year and a half. They've added two bedrooms to the back, reconfigured the existing bathrooms, and claimed one of the original small bedrooms as a new master bath, plus dramatically improving the flow and openness of their laundry to kitchen area and opening the dining, kitchen, and living areas all one to another. What drew my attention to her account was a post she wrote about putting a charming little metal sign with the house name onto the front of the house. She said, We've finally put our house name up. I was waiting for us to finish the exterior, have it all painted and looking swish, but have slowly come to realize that little wins can feel just as good as big transformations. Who knows when we'll get around to painting the exterior woodwork and wrought iron. But as we plan to live here for a very long time, we're in no huge rush. Idalia is a girl's name of Italian origin, meaning behold the sun, as many of my happiest memories are bathed in blue skies and sunshine. That's it, exactly. Sometimes even in the midst of a giant project, you have to find those little moments of level one satisfaction, a small, easy thing that could be put off to the end or could be done right now and make your whole week. But digging into her account, I've been universally impressed with all they've taken on, largely on their own, to make a really big change to the house. It just goes to show us that DIY doesn't have to mean small. Scale is what you make of it. Seriously, check out her account. I love her taste and the philosophy behind their amazing MCM reno. So let's wrap up. I want you to be realistic with yourself about where you fall on the renovation level spectrum. The real trick though, is to make your plans such that you don't step on your own toes. If you're planning to start off with some quick, easy updates while you plan and save for a bigger push in a year or three, you wanna make sure that you invest your energy properly and take on things now that will contribute to the later project or are so quick, easy, and worth it that you don't mind going back over them again when you circle around. Again, this is so important for people with mid-century houses to keep themselves on track, to make sure they don't lose sight of the mid-century charm that drew them to their house in the first place. And that's exactly what we'll be talking about next week. Next week's episode will be this season's last, and I'll be talking about the essential roadmap to your remodel, your master plan. Learn what you need to pull together to create a great plan for your remodel so that regardless of how rapidly or slowly your renovation goes, you'll be moving in the right direction the whole time. If you enjoyed this episode, share it on your social media channel of choice. Use the hashtag midmodremodel or put me in your Instagram story. I can't thank you enough. Download an easy checklist of improvements to front doors at midmod-midwest.com slash front door. You can find links, pictures, and a summary of everything I've just covered in this episode on my website at midmod-midwest.com slash 106. If you have questions or want to share something about your mid-century home remodel, drop a comment in the show notes or find me on Instagram where my handle is at MidMod Midwest. That's all until next week, MidMod Remodeler.